Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In today's show, the Bitcoin price heads above $23,500 after the highest EU inflation in history. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, quoting Dan Crypto Trades. Bitcoin, the four-hour 200 EMA, came in clutch again, holding prices support. Bitcoin did break down from this huge rising channel wedge. Everyone seems to be watching. $23,800 to $24,000 will act as resistance. Break back in and this would be a big bear trap bearish rejection and we head down and quoting whale map back to square one whale accumulation at 23,400 to 22,800 is still the closest support we have for bitcoin if we start falling and quoting van de pop the trend remains upwards on the higher time frames still expecting 28 to 30,000 dollars in the next weeks and michael saylor tells elon musk to buy some more bitcoin also in today's show bitmex founder arthur hayes says crypto traders should prepare to buy a Ethereum dip and shares when. Quoting him here, if the merge is unsuccessful, the dump will be quick and vicious given the market's high expectations versus the objective reality. Also in today's show, asset manager to offer crypto ETF in Australia using unique license variation. That's right. Australian asset manager Monochrome Asset Management has landed the country's first Australian financial services license for spot crypto ETF. Quoting them here, we see choice being a good thing for investors, particularly when dealing in the regulated space as not all offerings are equal. Also in today's show, venture capitalist Kevin O'Leary says crypto regulations from the CFTC and SEC are coming and shares his timeline. That's right, Mr. Wonderful suggests that if Republicans end up winning the majority in Congress during the November elections, crypto is likely to achieve formal recognition by next spring. Also in today's show, Kraken CEO Jesse Powell is very bullish on Bitcoin and says he wouldn't bet against the king crypto. That's right. Quoting him here, I wasn't expecting all this craziness in the macro environment. However, I am still hopeful that I'll be able to buy a Bugatti by the end of the year for one Bitcoin. Just FYI, the cheapest model Bugatti for 2022 is $1.9 million. Just saying. He continues, I'm still very bullish. I bought Bitcoin again at $18,000. So I am happy to ride it all the way back up. I'm still very bullish in the long run. Its fundamentals keep improving. So I would never bet against Bitcoin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Here at Crypto News Alerts, I drop a brand new episode every single day. Also do a $50 Bitcoin giveaway every single day. And the winner from yesterday's episode is... Jaffe Jetting, congratulations. He wrote the following comment. Love your videos, dude. From Canada, massive congrats, Rafi. You just won $50 in Bitcoin. Please reply to this comment with your Bitcoin Addy so I can send it to you. Cheers. And to qualify to win $50 in tomorrow's $50 Bitcoin giveaway, just make sure you subscribe to the channel. Will Smith, that like button and drop a comment below. And yesterday's video received over 500 likes within 24 hours. If we can get today's video to 1,000 likes, I'm happy to give away $100 in tomorrow's video versus $50 in BTC. So let's make it happen. 
Best of luck. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, my crypto fam? This is podcast episode number 1021. Welcome. Bitcoin shifted higher onto August 18th as the latest data confirmed the European Union's highest inflation ever. And right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and Trading View showed Bitcoin passing 23,500 at the time of this recording, having preserved 23,000 as support overnight. Now, concerns over a deeper risk asset that drawdown have become widespread over the week with Bitcoin and Ether notably unable to crack long-term resistance levels. And with the bull seemingly on the back foot, the mood amongst analysts was naturally wary. Quitting Dan Crypto Trades, Bitcoin, the four-hour 200 EMA, came in clutch again, holding prices support. Bitcoin did break down from this huge rising channel wedge. Everyone seems to be watching. 23800 to $24,000 will act as resistance. Break back in, and this would be a big bear trap. Bearish rejection, and we head down. Meanwhile, near-term support came in from the whale buy-ins at 22800 and up. On-chain monitoring resource, WellMap argued, and now just below the Bitcoin 200-week moving average, the $22,800 zone should be the line in the sand to watch in the event of a market downturn, quoting WellMap, back to square one, whale accumulations at 23400 to 22800 is still the closest support we have for Bitcoin if we start falling. And checking out the latest update from crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop, Bitcoin climbing upwards, lows have been taken in the past 24 hours, crucial to break 23700 back. If a move to 24000 occurs, a flip to 23700 is triggered for longs. The trend remains upwards on the higher time frames, still expecting twenty-eight dollars to $30,000 in the next weeks. So there you have it. That's both the bearish and bullish scenarios. Meanwhile, macro triggers were clearly inflation skewed on the day with the EU's 9.8% July print headlining. The figure for July marked the block's highest ever inflation reading, up from 9.6% year on year in June. And for context, in July 2021, inflation was just 2.5%. Quoting this report from Eurostat, the lowest annual rates were registered in France, Malta, which both had 6.8%, and Finland, 8%. The highest annual rates were recorded in Estonia at 23.2%. And Latvia, 21.3%, and Lithuania at 20.9%. According to the report here, compared with June, annual inflation fell in six member states, remained stable in three, and rose in 18. And in a new interview with Reuters on August 18th, Isabel, member of the executive board of the European Central Bank, could not say with confidence that inflation had peaked. Quoting them here, I would not exclude that in the short run, inflation is going to increase. Further, she said, but any projection is currently subject to high uncertainty, so it is very difficult to predict when inflation is going to peak. Meanwhile, the EU numbers came a day after the United Kingdom recorded their first double-digit inflation reading since the early 1980s. And this month, the U.S. price growth appeared to be slowing, with the next inflation readout due on September 13th. And in other news, Michael Saylor tells Elon Musk to buy some more Bitcoin. Do it up, Elon. And before I break down next story of the day, BitMEX founder Arthur Hayes says crypto traders should prepare to buy Ethereum dip and explains when. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. You can see Bitcoin currently correcting and in the red down 0.6% for the day, maintaining just above $23,500. We have Ether barely in the green, trading just under $1,900, while Binance, Coin, Solana, Polkadot, and Avalanche all correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next way of the day. Former BitMEX CEO Arthur Hayes says Ethereum is likely primed for a corrective move in the coming weeks, regardless of the outcome of its upcoming update, the merge, and a new blog post. Hayes argues that if 
the merge is unsuccessful, the leading smart contract platform will witness a sharp decrease in price as he shares here. If the merge is unsuccessful, the dump will be quick and vicious given the market's high expectations versus the objective reality. There will be a negatively reflective relationship between the price and the amount of currency deflation. Or to put it another way, there will be a positive reflective relationship between the price and the amount of currency inflation. Therefore, in this scenario, I believe traders will either go short or choose not to own ETH. There is a floor to this relationship and that the network is the longest operating decentralized network. ETH hit a very large market cap without a merge narrative and the most popular dApps are being built using Ethereum. And Ethereum also possesses the largest number of developers of any layer one chain. So in this scenario, Hayes says he doesn't envision Ethereum dropping lower than the $800 to $1,000 range. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Arthur Hayes. Now the highly anticipated ETH 2.0 upgrade currently scheduled for September 15th will allow Ethereum's mainnet to merge with its beacon chain, which would switch ETH to a proof of stake system. Now Ethereum currently utilizes naturally a proof of work protocol. The merge aims to address the network scalability issues by setting the stage for future upgrades, including sharding. And conversely, Hayes says a successful upgrade will spur an ETH rally, though he acknowledges that it may not be immediate. As he shares here, the structural reduction in inflation will only happen post-merge. I expect we'll see it play out similar to Bitcoin halvings. An example, we all know the dates they will occur, and yet Bitcoin still always rallies post-halving. And with that said, it's possible the price of ETH dips slightly heading in and right after the merge. Those who cut partially or fully would initially feel great about their decision. However, as the deflation kicks in and due to the reflective relationship between the high and rising ETH price and usage of the network, the price could keep gradually grinding higher. And at that point, you would have to decide when to get back into your position. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Arthur Hayes that the Ethereum price is likely to dip to as low as the $800 to $1,000 range. And how many of you are currently bullish on ETH and the merge? Let me know in the comments below. And before I break down next story of the day, Aussie Asset Manager to offer crypto ETF using unique license variation. But before I break this down, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Still sitting above $1.1 trillion with 66 0.4 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 40% even with the Ether dominance at 20.2%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Celsius leading the pack of 15% trading at $2.81, followed by Flow up 4.6% trading at $2.78, followed by Monero up 4% trading at $167. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can now see most of them are back in the red. But we do have Chili's up 41%, Anchor up 31%, and Celsius up 18.8%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 30 in fear. Yesterday a 41, last week a 41, and last month a 30 in fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Australian asset manager, Monochrome Asset Management, has landed the country's first Australian financial services license for a spot crypto ETF. Speaking of Cointelegraph, Jeff Yu, the CEO of Monochrome Asset Management, said the AFSL approval is significant as until this point, approved crypto ETFs in Australia only operate under general financial asset 
authorization and only indirectly hold crypto assets. You noted that Monochrome's crypto ETFs, on the other hand, will directly hold the underlying crypto assets, and it's specifically authorized by the Australian Securities and Investment Commission, known as the ASIC, to do so. Now, the Monochrome executive said the approval represents a significant step forward for both advice industry and retail investors. Quoting him here, we see choice being a good thing for investors, particularly when dealing in the regulated space, as not all offerings are equal. Now, investors investing in Monochrome's ETFs will know that their funds are investing directly into Bitcoin and Ethereum, and importantly, within the regulatory rails established by the ASIC, specifically for crypto assets. Now, at this stage, there is no firm date when the Monochrome Bitcoin ETF will be made available, but it's expected in September 2022, which is right around the corner. Let's go. Once the PDS and TMD have been issued and subject to regulatory approvals, and when the ETFs are made available, you says that Monochrome will focus on Bitcoin. Bitcoin and Ethereum because they are the only two crypto assets currently identified by the ASIC as being suitable for retail ETF exposure. Quoting them here, over time and as the market matures, we'll take an open-minded approach to make new products available. Now for an interesting fact, Monochrome Asset Management was launched in early 2021 by former Binance Australia CEO Jeff Yu to push for institutional adoption of crypto assets in Australia. Their ETF plan has been in the works since February 2022 and generally the process for a financial services license variation typically takes 6 to 12 months, which was the timeline in this case. So there you have it. Do you think the U.S. will ever get a spot Bitcoin ETF anytime soon in the near future? Or do you think the SEC and Gary Gensler are purposely holding this back from the United States people to suppress the Bitcoin price? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And before I break down next story of the day, venture capitalist Kevin O'Leary says crypto regulations from the CFTC and SEC are coming and shares his timeline as well as Kraken CEO Jesse Powell says he is very bullish on Bitcoin and says he wouldn't bet against BTC and also says he is still hopeful that one Bitcoin will be able to buy him a $1.9 million Bugatti still this year. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. And to qualify to win $50 in tomorrow's $50 Bitcoin giveaway, just make sure you subscribe to the channel. Will Smith, that like button and drop a comment below and a random comment will be selected as the winner in tomorrow's episode. And if we can get to a thousand likes on this video, I'm happy to give away a hundred dollars versus $50 in Bitcoin in tomorrow's video. So are you game? Let's make it happen. But all right, now let's break down our next play of the day. Shark Tank star investor Kevin O'Leary is weighing on the potential roadmap towards a formal definition of terms of regulations within the crypto space. In a recent roundtable discussion with Crypto Banter, O'Leary suggests that if the Republicans end up winning a majority in Congress during the November elections, crypto is likely to achieve formal recognition by next spring. Quitting Mr. Wonderful here, by second quarter 2023, after the midterms, if the House flips, you get the Republicans on this. They are more, they are way more, more pro-crypto. And most of the bill initiatives are coming out of the red states. I don't want to be political, but if you get the House flipping, they'll put that on the agenda. Don't expect every token to be regulated. They're going to focus on the market capitalization and say, here's policy on Bitcoin. Here's policy on Ethereum. And the venture capitalists believe that investors might consider diving in after the 
results of the midterm elections are known and also explains why he favors of the government regulating the crypto industry. Quoting him here, I think you want to be long after November 8th. Everybody's got to speculate on what to do here, but you've seen the winter at the bottoms and we are slowly crawling out of the toilet here. Your portfolios are up 20%, in some cases 23%. Our 20% position went down to 15.2%. That's pain, my friends. Our desk was saying, what do we do? I said, we do nothing. We know we're in this volatile asset class and we're going to have to wait for some policy. That's why whenever I talk about crypto now, I'm pro-regulation. I want the sovereigns backing me up with a bid every night. And quoting O'Leary here, right now, if we had a policy on Bitcoin, I swear to you, the price will be $60,000 in two weeks. Send it. And O'Leary goes on to speculate that the high-powered sovereign wealth funds in the UAE might be waiting for regulatory clarity from the SEC before moving on to crypto. When you look at the UAE, Dubai is 95% of the capital, so you have to operate out of there. It's called the ADGM, which is Abu Dhabi Global Market. They set the policy on crypto. They grant licenses for exchanges. But here's the thing they won't do. They will not jump hop the SEC. They will not do this and make it a standard for their own sovereign wealth before the SEC gets a chance to move. The reason for that is really political in nature. The largest asset manager sovereign wealth in the world is BlackRock. That's Larry Fink. He's not going to do this until he gets the go-ahead from the SEC. So they are not going to ever mess around with their largest asset manager. I am speculating. I don't know this for certain. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Kevin O'Leary and to watch this video he did entitled Why Bitcoin and Altcoins Can Go Much Higher. Check the show notes below the video in the description. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. The chief executive of crypto exchange Kraken, Jesse Powell, says he is still very bullish on Bitcoin and that its improving fundamentals make it hard to bet against. In a new interview with Bloomberg Markets and Finance, Kraken CEO Jesse Powell says he bought more Bitcoin when it was at around $18,000 and hopes it will continue to climb even even higher. Quitting Jesse Powell here, I wasn't expecting all this craziness in the macro environment. However, I am still hopeful I'll be able to buy a Bugatti by the end of the year for one Bitcoin. I'm still very bullish. I bought Bitcoin again at $18,000, so I am happy to ride it all the way back up. I'm still very bullish in the long term. Its fundamentals keep improving, so I would never bet against Bitcoin. So there you have it. And a Bugatti at today's price, the cheapest model Bugatti that is, is $1.9 million. So he's sarcastically saying he's hopeful that the Bitcoin price will hit $1.9 million still this year. And hey, the expensive Bugattis are like $6, $7, 8000000 million. So just saying, I'm being conservative. Now, Powell also noted a regulatory clarity may act as a temporary headwind for crypto. He says agencies such as the SEC may try to interpret the law in a way that would allow them to regulate all crypto firms. Quitting him here, we're about 13 years on with Bitcoin now, and we still don't have answers from the government on this. I think it's largely a legislative failure. I think regulators are going to read the law to increase their scope as much as possible. As we've seen with the SEC, they really take the view that basically everything is a security. They would like to regulate everything and be the regulator of all crypto companies. Ain't telling no lies. The SEC is crooked as what, and it is what it is. But once we have a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States, yeah, I expect to be able to buy a Bugatti with one Bitcoin as well. Just saying. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Mikey Likes It wrote, great vid and updates today, JV. Thanks for always bringing that current and factual info. Bitcoin to $80,000 by January 2023. Let's get this Bitcoin and ETH and Mera and Riot and Polly. Oh my. Cheers, fam. You're a very welcome, fam. 80,000 Bitcoin. Let's go. Our next featured comment comes from Beast Crypto. Absolutely love the content. I listen to the discussion every day during my walk to get my daily crypto news updates. Thank you for the effort you put into creating these updates for us. You are very welcome, bro. 
One Love. And our third and final featured comment comes from Leon, crushing it. I've been listening on Spotify for months and just made my way to your YouTube channel. Cheers, Leon. You the man. Thanks for your continued support. Hodl. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop a comment right down below. And to qualify to win $50 on tomorrow's $50 Bitcoin giveaway, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Will Smith, that like button, and drop a comment right down below. And a random comment will be selected as the winner on tomorrow's show. And as I said earlier, if we can get this video to 1,000 likes, I'm happy to give away $100 in Bitcoin tomorrow versus 50 bucks. So let's make it happen. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.